Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You're listening to Nomad's Place Podcast, where career musicians talk about what really happens in the studio, on stage, behind the scenes, and everywhere else imaginable. But most of all, they share their personal insight of what it takes to make it in this crazy business of music. In this episode, I'm talking to the band and crew guys with Babyface about touring protocol. Hey, 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 test, here we are. Hey. So I got the uh, the KBE crew and band with me are partial members of each. Um, KBE stands for Kenny Babyface Edmonds, as we like to refer to it. And we are leaving Prim, Nevada, Buffalo Bills. We just did a gig last night, February 15th, I believe, right? It was the gig, yep. 2015. And now we're heading home. Most of us, I believe, reside in L.A. Uh, a couple other places we got. Uh, Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. And we got Arizona. Arizona. All right. And the, the other four guys are going back to L.A. Burbank, that is. And I, 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 I iterate Burbank because you know if you're a musician that lives in L.A., a working musician, you know if you can, you get those tickets in and out of Burbank because it's the easiest airport to commute to and from. Anyway, we'll get into that in a second. Right, right. But let me introduce everybody. Over here towards the front, we got Mike Brown. He is famed guitar tech to the stars. Uh, also, Kenny, Babyface, Edmonds, and myself, amongst other stars. Say hi, Mike. Hello. Hello. Right next to him, we got James Agnew, drummer to the stars. And he is our newest new guy. <laughs> new, new, new guy. <laughs> new, 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 new guy. Say hello, James. What's going on? How y'all doing out there, man? Yeah, where are you originally from? I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio, man. But I'm right. in LA now, man. Okay, and Mike, you're originally from? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. So we got Cleveland, Cincinnati. All right. And over here to my left with the cool shades. Hola. We got Mr. Brandon Coleman. He is an L.A. native, correct? Que paso? Que tal? I love it. So the, he just said hello. Okay, that's his name, Brandon Coleman. And he is a keyboard player to the stars see, and see, see. also a composer, producer. But everybody, all the musicians are composer, producers in their own right. A lot of the crew guys are also composers, producers, musicians in their own right as well. So that's something to keep in mind. Don't ever talk to somebody as if they're not privy to the things that you are because you never know who you know who's involved with what and over here in the back taking taking the the the, the, uh, the tough seats over here because it's so scrunched up we got Hal Dieter our lighting director say hi Hal 
Hello world. Hello world. Lighting director oh, wow. to the stars. Okay. And next to him, and, and Hal, you're originally from? I am originally from um, Maryland, Washington, D.C. Maryland, D.C. Love it. And we have Terry Jackson next to him. TJ. Hello, mate. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and Terry is Hello, sound mate. engineer. Uh, yes. And we call it FOH, which stands for front of house. Mm -hmm. And uh, to the stars and everybody else. And uh, he's with us today. So that's everybody in the car. Uh, in the back of the car. Of course, we have our driver. Hey, driver, thank you, sir, for the safe ride. <laughs> so, uh, again, this, this whole series that I'm talking about is traveling on the road and be, having professional courtesies, no Knowing how to conduct yourself and you know whether it's the driver or whether it's the stagehand or whether it's the person taking ticket stubs you know you have to be kind to everybody you have to have a certain uh, level of uh, professionalism and, and, and courtesy and why not and if you greet people with a smile even when you don't feel like it and I'm yes I'm talking to myself because I can be the grumpiest grump in the world but <laughs> but I try to overcome that at all times because it's just better for the whole environment okay. so you know before we got in the van to roll it's funny um, we're, when you're out on the road uh, a lot of you know you develop a relationship it's like your second family yes. so we all become tight right mm -hmm. five minutes ago we were talking about being late for lobby call yeah. so like what does that mean to us and, and you know what Terry you, you tell us what, what does lobby call mean to you man it means not to make anybody else late. Right. Let's start with that. There you go. Just having respect for the time. Right. I love it. Hal, what does Lobby call me to you? I like to call it uh, Vince Lombardi time. He always said, when you have an 8 o'clock call, you show up 15 minutes early. 8 o'clock means you're ready to go, ready yeah. to start. Doesn't mean to show up. Love it. Brandon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with Hal. Yeah. I like to show up about 15 minutes early just so I can weigh out any, you know, foreseeable instances with uh, room charges or whatever. So okay, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, Let's talk about one. that. James? Man, it's like I, you know, TJ said again, man, just respecting other people's time. And, and yeah. you know, that's pretty much the gist of it. I have to agree with the guys. So that's what really comes down to. It's just uh, showing appreciation for everybody else and their time yeah so let's talk about some of the things that you have to do in order to be prepared for a lobby call because a lot of cats think oh man if it's 8 o'clock if it's 8 a.m. I could sleep in I got an easy morning that's 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 a piece of cake I'll wake up at 730 throw on some clothes and be down there no 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 because you brought up a good point room charges oh yeah room charges. let's discuss that check out um, yeah no room charges check out and the whole nine you know right. and just just being prepared and just being ready to go right see some cats don't realize that uh you know when you go a good tour manager an experienced tour manager will show up ahead of time and have all the rooms pre-checked in mm -hmm. so he or she will stand there when you get into the hotel greet you in the lobby hand you keys bam you're in easy peasy uh, how they do that is they take the tour company credit card and they put it down for all the incidentals on all the rooms Here's the issue. You have to be responsible enough to know that when I check out of this joint, I better pay for my own incidentals. Otherwise, I'm going to get a call or I'm going to get talked to by the tour manager or higher up the chain. And next thing you know, they say, listen, back when you were in such and such, you had a charge for $87. And in the other city, you had $82. And before that, you had $56. Why are you not checking out and paying your incidentals? Uh, uh, okay, well, don't worry, Mr. Rapol. We're going to take it out of your check. Uh, oh, okay. 
Wow. Lesson learned. So that's a good one, right? Yeah. Done. Bam. I love it. Uh, now, there is a term called oil spotting. And Hal, would you care to elaborate on that one? Um, yeah. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Yeah, I have to say that uh, if you get spotted once, you'll never do it again because it can cost you a lot of money to get to your gig and you could lose your job. There you go. And Hal, speaking from experience, he was on a very, very big tour and we won't name, uh, you know, uh, all, all the artists and stuff, but he was on a huge celebrity tour and uh, he, although it didn't happen to him, he witnessed it happening to other people. So, you know, it is real. It does exist. So there you have it. So be on time for your lobby calls. Uh, let's talk about other things. Let's talk about travel. I'm a terrible traveler. I am definitely prone to motion sickness of every kind. Any kind of a moving vessel, I will lose my stuff, man. I will toss my cookies. So what I have to learn how to do is figure out how to travel the smartest way. Right now, all day. <laughs> the guys are laughing because they're like, there's so many jokes here. Yeah, there's so many jokes. What I got to figure out is how to travel all day. Like, man, this is a great story because of what we went through the, yesterday or yesterday and the night before. Um, I know for me, I have to eat every two and a half to three to four hours at the most to keep my blood sugar consistent. And then that'll help me not to get as nauseous. But I always get nauseous. I always get headaches. And that's just going to happen. I always have to stay hydrated too. And then a lot of times I request, well, most of the time, let's just say all the time, I request the front seat of the ground transportation vehicle. So if it's a car or a van, I always say, hey, let me sit in the passenger seat up front. Today we're in like this limo thing, so I'm kind of in the back, but I'm sitting by the window and I requested that. Now, there have times when I have requested these seats in not the nicest manner, but I will say, again, speaking to myself, it's important to ask everybody, yo, fellas, I'm sorry, but please let me sit up in the front because otherwise I'm going to be sick, right. you know? No, getting down early, you can always grab that seat too. That, see? Those little tricks like that, man. If you're the first one down, you take your personal bag, you stick it on the seat, you're like, yo, guys i'm right. calling that seat yeah. you know little things like that especially if you're starting a tour that you know you know that that first day when that first that when that bus pulls up yes 
That's the first general rule. Set the precedence. You better be the first person so you can be able to pick your bunk or pick wherever you're going to be at and so forth. Yeah. You know, and, you know, a lot of times, you know, cats don't know that. <laughs> you know, so they show up and don't have the best bunk or the best, you know, they show up late and don't know what's happening. You that know, is so, so true. Right? You know, I got in an argument because he got on the bus and he's just like, oh, yeah, well, I need this for my bus. I was like, bro, listen, I've been, I've been on this bus for an hour. I put my stuff on the bunk. That's the rules, man. And he's just like, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. So he went to the tour manager. And he bought the tour manager on the bus. And the tour manager is like, so, so what's the issue? You know, and I, I've already told them that I need this bunk. And Brandon apparently wants, you know, it's not letting me have this bunk. And he's like, well, uh, were you here first? And he's like, well, no, I just got, he's like, well, first, first come, first serve. That's general tour general rules. rules. He's like, and if you don't know that, now you know. Now you know. Actually, you know it's funny. I don't know if I prefer bus tour or fly dates. Let's let's take a poll bus on that. Bus tour. I take bus, 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 tour, I take bus tour all day. Bus tour. Really? You too, Mikey? Everybody? Yeah. Bus tour. Bus tour, bro. Yeah, you get you more can rest. sleep at night. Yeah. More rest. The sleep. The sleep. Yeah. I don't know no bus versus plane. Oh. Going up and up. Up and down. Uh, security and all that. Yeah, yeah. Security. Bus tour. You get up some of the best sleep, especially after show. Oh man. Like the after show hang on the oh, bus. Yeah, yeah. That's it's, the best. That's the best. After show. That's really where you get to get to know the guys. Yes. And then you got kind of a uh, party lounge on the days uh, off that you can go out to and hang. Uh, there you go. And then bus food. Oh, bus, bus, oh, bus food. See that? Hey. Well, let's See? talk about this. To maybe some, some <laughs> of the young, <laughs> love that. Some of the young players out there who might not have done these uh, big tour yet, and they're looking forward to their first bus tour, quote unquote. Let's talk about that. So uh, when the guys refer to bus food, uh, show. after show, after, show, after show, that's what they usually call yeah, it. So what'll happen is you do the show, and then the tour manager, uh, or usually a production assistant or a tour manager's assistant, will be in charge of ordering some after show food that they bring on the bus. Now, let's talk about this after show. Uh, food because they'll say yeah let's order a bunch of pizzas that sounds great let's order a bunch of chicken wings that sounds great let's have some beers that sounds great okay hold on a minute well let's talk about health exactly. <laughs> so, so you want to eat chicken wings pizza and beer every night after the show so. let me tell you something if you're gonna be out for three months you do not want to do that to your body so you got to start thinking like that now you might get out there and it's fun the first few nights you're all excited you're like oh this is cool man you know but again you have to keep in mind you are in constant motion you're on the go all the time and if you don't take care of yourself you it's gonna start to catch up with you so let's talk about I know Brandon for instance is a vegetarian how many times have you run into that well well I'm you know my whole thing is I'm like you know I make I make it known that I'm vegetarian from the get-go and that's the thing though everybody will always be jealous for that reason because you know they come in with seven boxes of pizza Right. You know, and soda, yeah. and the whole nine, you know, and then you got this little salad over here for Brandon. <laughs> so, you know, I mean. See, Brandon brings up a great point. I, I mean, pretty much. I mean, I've been on tour for years. So, been on tour for years and eating that food, you just get tired of it. The reoccurring theme that I'm noticing here from everybody is that you, you're kind of laying claim to your space and your things without being a jerk about it. You, okay. You're being you're being diplomatic mm -hmm. about laying claim to what you need. So you yeah. come on the tour, you say hi, Mr. Mrs. Tour Manager. This is my name. This is who I am. So that we we call, like a lot of times again a tour manager who's experienced. They'll send out ahead of time via email. Um, uh, personal profile. Yeah, personal the profile. profile. Thank profile. you. The personal profile. Yeah. So your name and all the usual yeah. stats. But then it says what kind of seat do you prefer on the airplane? Window yeah. aisle. Nobody says middle. I mean, come on. So what what kind of you know what kind of food do you like to eat? 
Are you a vegetarian? Gluten-free, lactose intolerant? You know, you can get kind of detailed, but you got to, again, try to just hit the basics. Um, you know, all these different things. Oh, another one huge on your, on your traveler profile or personal profile is your frequent flyer mile numbers, yeah. right? Yeah. Super important. Super important. You know, so all these things, again, laying claim about what you need to make uh, your daily regimen as normal as possible. Because we all know living on the road is not normal. That is not a normal life. So you gotta try to keep some kind of routine going. And also, smoking lounge in the back oh, of the front. Huge. Sometimes we talk about that. A designated area. Yeah. Right. So, so they can enjoy themselves. Sometimes it's you know just not allowed at all and you have to right. do it while the bus is stopped outside or right. you know, step right. out. Because um, it is terrible being on a bus with people smoking. There you go. Yeah, so a lot of times they will designate that. Um, but, I, you know, outside is always a good thing. Say, of course, nowadays with hotels and airports and restaurants, there's no smoking anywhere. So a lot of times the guys that do, you know, smoke cigarettes are like, man, shoot, let me, I need to find a smoking lounge. So that's kind of built into that, you know. Yeah. You know, it's funny, we're, we're riding in this, this limo. Uh, it's like an SUV-type limo. But just a second ago, we hit those bumps on the road, those loud bumps right. that let you know that you're veering off. Mm -hmm. And how many times have we all heard that when we're in our bunk? Oh, but is that the scariest? And then you get up, you're like, all right, hey, buddy. Uh, you need some coffee? <laughs> hey, I'm going to just come up and just ride. Come on. Yeah. I'm going to get in the seat next Come on. Let, come on. Just talk to you for a minute. You yeah. got to do that. I'm telling you, man, you got to keep the bus, the bus driver engaged, man. You yes. got to keep them, you know, up because that, that does happen. And it can be a little scary, you know, situation. You Especially know, when you're going through mountains. Oh, and bro. And, and it's nighttime. Oh. And, you know, all these different things, man. man. It's, yeah, man. I was a lot you're to go basically trusting your life to this guy. So yeah, you better be yeah. nice to him. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Real talk. Whatever. I oh, mean, man. And that's or, the... or he will do it on purpose. Yeah. I've, I've heard of a couple uh, bus drivers say, like, if, if the people aren't nice to him, oh, they'll wait till they get good and sleep uh, all night and he'll get on the side and hit the little rubber, you know, uh, uh, roll joints yeah. and he'll just wake everybody up. Oh, my God. Oh, tragic. Uh, man, that's man. awesome. So, what is the recurring theme here? Be nice to be your nice bus to, driver. Nice to <laughs> you know? But not only, just don't just be nice for self-serving reasons. I mean, you gotta be nice to everybody, but think about it again. These guys, you know, they're taking everyone's life in their hands. It's a serious job. There's lots of insurance. There's lots of so responsibilities, serious. you know. But I always do that, you know, especially like you said, if you're gonna start a little run, you know you're gonna be out for three, four weeks. Hang with the bus driver, get to know him, find out what he likes to drink. You know, uh, Bob, what do you like? You like a Coke? You like a Diet Coke? You like a Pepsi? You like a Sprite? You like just water? You like hot tea? You like whatever you need, man. Yeah. Because while he's driving, you can go in the back, yeah, right. prepare it for him, bring it up to him and be like, dude. Make him a little sandwich. I'll have a Coke. Yeah, yeah what do you like to eat? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. I like, like that. to ride in the front because you got a great view and the jump uh, yeah, seat. I've talked to drivers all the time yeah. forever, man. And drivers have the best stories, don't yeah, they? they do. They're great yeah, guys. Man. And th those jump seats now, especially nowadays, everybody's so uh, video conscious, video blogging and everything. I like to go up, sit up there and get really cool video footage. Oh, man. yeah. You man. Know? That's the best. Those, I get that. Yeah. Those big bay windows, you see uh, everything. Yeah. It's like, oh. Definitely. Uh, it was one time I was I was like in the top foyer of the of the bus and, you know, I don't think he knew I was up. You know, but I always went up there. That was like my hang, you know, so I'm just not Knocked out, sleep, you know, and then I just remember I looked and I just I just saw a bird coming. And I was like, oh, oh, and I'm just over here screaming, oh, and, I, and he can hear me from up from down there. So I run down there, I'm like, man, did you see that? He's like, oh, it happens all the time. Wow. A top foyer on a bus. So what are you what are you talking about? Well, you know, bus, yeah, uh, 
Oh, they don't have those out here. Yeah, that's what I'm getting buses. at. That's what I'm getting at. So double fill us in. Deckers, they call it. The people who the don't know, deckers, fill right? us in. Yeah. Double deck of buses. Yeah. I mean, this, that's more of a, a overseas a European, European yeah, type, yeah. Of, a type of look, you know what I mean? But there I always go. wonder why why we don't those have buses where, out here? They're, they're more efficient, actually. Right. More space. More space? Yeah. I mean, it was um, so much more space yeah, in the bus, yeah. man. I was like, okay, what is happening? Like, why don't we have two decks? They got to do with overpasses. The overpass is not high enough. Okay. There you go. Okay. That's yeah. certain clearance. How about when the bus driver has to go to New York City? Oh my gosh. That's oh yeah, that's the worst. Oh, that is. There's the nowhere. There's always no nowhere to park. Nowhere to park. Yeah. So he's gonna he's gonna be grumpy about he's that. Be stressing he's, about he's got to park yeah. probably Syracuse. miles and miles away, yep. and then try to get a cab back to the city. Then yep. get a cab back to the bus yep. to come pick us back up from the hotel. It's a lot, man. I, and I applaud bus drivers and things like that, man. Yeah. You know, just show your appreciation, man. Right. The people who like to be feel appreciated, and that's that's a, that's a huge thing. You know what? It's similar to like when you fly all the time. Like for me, whenever I see a captain, uh, uh, an airplane pilot, you know, yeah. uh, I'm like, man, how you doing, sir? Thank you for a safe flight. Or yeah. you know, uh, you know, you just try to chum up with him, talk to him, you know, yeah. or ma'am, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, just just be cool because again, everyone's life is yeah. in their hands, right? And on security wise, rule number one. Leave the bus, lock the door. Everybody's oh, coming inside. It's the last two buttons, if you don't know. That's it. <laughs> the last two buttons hit them at the same Every time. Bus. Every bus. Any bus you lock. go on. <laughs> Even the double deckers we were just talking about. There you about. go. The last two buttons, lock it. You don't want everybody's valuables getting. Man, that is so good. And again, the tour manager or the bus driver, if you, yeah. he'll tell, he or she will tell you the code. Yeah. So you can unlock it. I cannot you tell know. you how many times I've gone on that bus and just right, you know, you know, usually the buses are parked, you know, on a, a big parking lot, you know, across somewhere or right. somewhere near the venue. And I walk, I walk all the way to this bus, man, and it was open. And everybody's, no, everybody's bags, you know, with all their stuff in it. Yeah. So you have your iPad, your laptop, your phone, you might have money, you might have a passport, you might have instruments. Uh, circling back to the airport with the buses, so so we came from. What did we do this from? We started in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, but we we all most of us flew. A lot of us flew from L.A. all the way to Pennsylvania. We did the gig there, and then we the next morning after the show we drove from Pennsylvania to New York, which is easy. That's that's always like a little quick deal. That's no problem. And then uh, we had a we had a show in Manhattan at the Madison Square Garden Theater, and then we had to. Uh, fly all the way back to Vegas, and then from Vegas drive to uh, Prim, Nevada, right? So what happened was the, uh, the Northeast got hit by this crazy blizzard, Neptune. Right. Uh, Boston got the brunt of it. I heard, did they get like eight feet of snow or something? Isn't that insane? They got eight feet? Eight feet. Yeah, that's crazy. That's just nuts. Boston? Oh, yeah. so it did hit them yeah. hard. Yeah. Jeez. That's crazy, dude. So then what happened was during the day uh, at the Madison Square Garden, we started realizing the flights were going to be canceled. So the tour manager and the manager were on it to start booking other options. The problem was there were no options going out from New York. So what did we have to do? We jumped in a bus, but not an actual tour bus. We jumped in uh, like a passenger bus, you know, uh, and we had a drive from New York to D.C., Dulles, Washington Dulles Airport. In the middle of in the middle of the night. But wait, in the middle of the blizzard. Of the blizzard. Of the blizzard. Oh my at lord. Night. At night, five and a half hour drive. But thank God for our production manager uh, and front of house engineer Mike Droke, um, who knew a guy. He knew a bus driver who was like ready to go. Johnny on the spot. He just showed up. Bam. Now we had to pay him cash. 
but that guy got us there, you know. So, so let's talk about that. Unexpected things that arise, you know. I mean, that's huge, man. Yeah. But I mean, that ride was crazy, right? The ride was crazy. I mean, and then so then we went from uh, there to DC, and then we had to get so the five and a half hour drive, jump on the plane in DC, and fly six hours to Vegas. Fellas, care to uh, discuss our wonderful travel day yesterday? Mike, we haven't heard from you. Uh, man, it was a long day yesterday, I have to say. I don't think I've slept in probably two days. I got a little sleep last night, but uh, yeah. I don't sleep well on moving objects too much. And uh, the bus, and then we got on the plane, and then we went right from the, you know, when we got to the venue, we went right to the to the stage, yeah. and it was just nonstop. But uh, it all works out in the end. Yeah, but the no sleep last night was your own fault. <laughs> <laughs> so, so some nights you can you can attest the no sleep to uh, logistics, but then others seeing that you know right. it's on it's on you. It's on you. Yeah, so again, that's another thing to keep in mind. You got to take care of yourself. You know, you got to get sleep when you need it. Yeah, you do. But uh, that travel day was nuts yesterday. Let me talk about this. The crew guys. You know, uh, a lot of musicians may not know that crew guys. For the most part, first of all, they've been around longer than you. They've been doing this longer than you. And they're in the game because they're very experienced and they keep getting called because they know their job so well. Uh, typically, a good crew guy, no matter what his role, is like an in invaluable team member. Let's talk about a front of house guy or a, you know, a front of house guy slash production manager. Uh, man, if you don't have that, that's the team leader. If you don't have a good one of those at the helm, you're going to be in trouble. But, you know, don't forget, here's the, here's the key. No, musicians, no matter how tired you are, no matter how many hours you put in of travel and or work, no matter how grumpy you are, how hungry you are, how sick you're feeling, crew guys have it at least twice as bad, but really, they have triple the amount of yeah. impact on them. I mean, if you don't, if you, if a musician gets four hours of sleep, then the crew guy probably got one to two hours. Exactly. If that. If the musicians got to go eat a nice lunch when they arrived at a city, day of show, well guess what? The crew guys can't do that. They gotta go right to the venue and hustle like you guys did yesterday, right? Let's talk about that. How did how did you guys get in? How did you get food in? What'd you do? I ate at the airport before I left. There you go. And um, did have to sound check. Yeah, I didn't get a chance. So um, you know, um, you know, it's you love what you do. So you know, you gotta, you know, as they say, the show must go on, kind of thing. So yeah, I mean, it's not healthy. You know, I try to avoid that, but. Um, Actually, you know, thank God they had a good um, little uh, spread in, in the green room yesterday. Yeah. They had cold yeah, cuts cold and cuts. some some uh, some raw vegetables with dip and you know things like that. That's another good topic to talk about, right? Always opt out for the buyout. Opt for the buyout. What's a buyout? <laughs> okay. Who can tell us what a buyout is? It's when the promoter. Um, it's when a promoter is. Uh, it's you know usually provides food for the gig. You know, lunch and dinner and so forth. And if they, and if they don't provide catering, you know, they usually have to give to each musician and crew member. Yeah. I think. I don't well, know. Somewhere, right? It could, it could vary. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere from 25 to 50 bucks. Right. I say I've gotten buyouts as low as 15, I've but gotten I've gotten them up to 50. I've gotten buyouts for like 100. Yeah, well, that's. And I'm like, it depends. Is this a buyout or is this. It's, it's like with anything else, the higher up the. Uh, 
the higher up the right. ladder you go. Or the ones. With the, so <laughs> why would you, why would your tour manager give you a hundred dollar ones? With tours and stuff, the more money you're gonna get, like on per diem. You must ask these questions. <laughs> you must. Let me tell you, I, it's so funny. I had a merch guy. So merch, by the way, is short for merchandise. And those are usually guys, the, the guys or girls, you know, the people yeah. who are out in the venue selling T-shirts and all that swag. You know what we yeah. call swag. Anyway, a good buddy of mine who's a, who's a, a merch guy, uh, Craig McEnroe. I guess he's getting ready to go overseas. And he asked me in passing, he's like, hey, by the way, uh, what what's a good per diem number for, you know, international, for non-domestic? You know, and I said, now, this is a, this is an interesting topic because musicians and, and crew guys, we all feel very strongly about it. We want a higher per diem. Yes. Now, management feels exactly the opposite because <laughs> it's a manager's job to save money. It's a musician and crew guy's job to be comfortable. So we're like, man, I need to get at least 75 if I'm overseas. Exactly. Yeah, that, yeah the right? $35, $35 per diem is not the same $35 per diem once you no. go to London. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you right now. Yeah. That's right. That $35 is going to buy you a coffee and a bagel. A croissant. A bagel, a croissant. That's croissant. It. Yeah, that's yeah. it. No, it's true. Literally. Some black pudding. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you just don't have time to go walk into the town and find a little coffee bagel shop to get a quickie right. cheap. So you say, man, I got to order room service or I'm going to go down to the lobby and get a nice breakfast. Not not that you want to be like fancy, but so you go down, you're thinking, oh man, I'll get some oatmeal, some eggs, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, that breakfast was $35. Oh, easy. Oh, you want a coffee and orange juice with that, sir? Oh, easy. That's $35. Easy. You're like, wait a minute. I just spent my whole per diem on breakfast, yeah. you know? So yeah. what's this chart? What's this $5? Oh, that was for the smile I gave you when you walked in. Man. <laughs> Holy crap, I didn't want you to smile. <laughs> it is so true. It's true. So, I mean, I say for me, this is this is me and my experience. $50 domestic, yeah. at least $75 to $100 non-domestic. Yep. Yeah. Sound Amen. like Yeah. Amen. Amen. Okay, good. <laughs> General consensus across the board. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Hey, fellas, I really appreciate you taking the time again. This is the KBE Band and Crew, um, 2015, February. Uh, and this is Nomad signing off here at nomadsplace.com, uh, a.k.a. Michael Rapole. And I am the music director, guitar player for Babyface, as m amongst other things. And I am honored honored to be in the presence of such greatness every day when I'm out here with these musicians and crew members. I really appreciate all you guys. You guys are the, are the top, top. Couldn't ask for better. So, uh, alright, we'll see you next time. Signing out. To follow me, Nomad, on a musical journey all over the globe, be sure to sign up for my newsletter at nomadsplace.com for free giveaways, guitar lessons, concerts, and more. Also, don't forget to subscribe, like, and follow Nomad's Place on all of your favorite social media sites. Like what you heard? Please write a review on iTunes for a higher profile rating so we can keep the shows coming at you right here from Nomad's Place. Once again, this is Nomad. Don't sweat it. Fred it. I'm just a nomad, nowhere man. Writing the songs in this one man band. A nomad, yeah. I'm a Now
be back this way sometime until then baby don't you cry it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.